0: It's a Bumblecast Mini, sponsored by Chaos
1: Blood Ninja. If Sonic were to encounter a malicious flying spaghetti monster, would he try to escape until he could gather the emeralds to defeat it? Or would he face it head-on, understanding that running from the pasta is a losing game?
0: (laughs) Uh... I don't know the full scope of your standard flying spaghetti monster, but I think if it's just sentient al dente, Sonic might make a quip about, ah, oh, that one looks saucy, and take it out himself. <laughs> I mean, if it's got gigantic noodles, maybe he can actually run around it like a bunch of loop-de-loops and get to its meatbally nucleus and smash it to bits.
1: Mm-hmm. Meatbally y nucleus. Yummy.
0: Go ahead. And if that's too much, you know, and he gets deflected and it's, oh, that's a tough meat to ball. And then he gets the Chaos Emeralds and Super Sonic. Ian, this is like an episode of Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog.
1: The correct term is that's a spicy meat to ball,
0: not the yes, tough
1: meat to ball.
0: But it deflected him. So be tough rather than spicy, unless it's on fire. I mean, this is a flying spaghetti monster. Maybe it is a flying fiery meatball. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh,
1: have either of you seen the OKKO OK Sonic crossover episode? Without spoiling too much, it has the only non game appearance of the Lightspeed Dash I can think of and goes to great lengths to reiterate that the name is not hyperbole. <laughs> uh,
0: it's a very fun episode. Yes. With an amazing number of callbacks and. It just feels like a good episode of both a Sonic show and OKKO. It's just a really good episode.
1: Yeah, yeah, just in terms of it being Sonic. Just just a friggin' great Sonic cartoon. Been a long time. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I mean, it it is light speed. Sonic can move at light speed for a, a second, or a split second, a microsecond, a femtosecond. Okay, so there's no clean dishes in the house. Who among the IDW cast would take it upon themselves to wash them? Who would get takeout? Who simply eats with their hands? Who eats out of a shoe? And who would rather starve than do the dishes?
0: (laughs) Sonic ain't doing dishes. (laughs) Like, he can get takeout and be back before anyone could deliver. He'll, He'll eat with his hands. He's, yeah, nah. Tails and Amy, they would do the dishes. Tails would invent something to do the dishes for him. But by proxy, he would be doing them. Amy would be doing them all the damn time. And why does nobody wash the dishes in this place? (laughs) Tangle kind of cheats because she's eating out of the shoe, but her tail is doing all the washing, so (laughs) it balances out. I was gonna
1: say, like, does she get done faster because she uses both her hands
0: and her tail? But no, okay, Mm -hmm, she -hmm. she does both. (laughs) Got it. And she's chowing away and. Whisper is just looking with this unbridled look of repugnance and Tangle's like Oh sure, you want some? <laughs> I think and Whisper is still just aghast and Tangle looks at the shoe and goes, What, well, it's clean? I-, I figured Whisper would be fine with it, considering
1: if she's out in the middle of the woods she's not necessarily always gonna have like, you know, dishes or anything. If she's just living out on the is trained
0: to be able to eat a shoe eating out of a shoe is something else entirely <laughs> okay <laughs> well
1: i mean i guess she is a dog so of course she'd know how to eat shoes <laughs> <laughs> oy, oy, oy. jewel also does the dishes
0: well of course her place is immaculate
1: yes yes let's see does anyone else do the dishes Eggman doesn't do the dishes, he has robots do that. Do those for him. His dishes do themselves, they're robotic. Or that, yes.
0: I'm finished with you, go get washed. Mm-hmm. The Chaotix definitely wash all three dishes, because do you know how much paper plates cost? <laughs> all three dishes.
1: <laughs> they only have what? A plate, a bowl, and a cup? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. None of them match. (laughs) No, of course not. And they don't even have three of each. (laughs) No. (laughs) Getting your own plate, that costs money, Charmy. (laughs) 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 Uh, All right, let's go to the next one. All sorts of franchises have anthropomorphic characters interacting with humans, but they don't necessarily all follow the same rules when it comes to that. In Sonic's World, thanks to Tails Tube, humans and Nermies Oh no, I haven't heard that word in a while. Are confirmed to coexist on the same planet, but just tend to majoritively inhabit different areas of it. Based on these parameters, are there any series Sega owned or otherwise that you think could fit in Sonic's World based on these parameters? where anthro characters aren't considered an anomaly by the general populace? And which ones, if any, could you see doing a crossover while treating like they'd been on the same planet the whole time with, just off to the side, doing their own thing?
0: I still stand by nights can't take place in Sonic's world. Yeah. Like, the kids are just in a human city that's somewhere on Earth because they look close enough. I To me, that makes perfect sense.
1: Yeah, yeah, they're fine. Uh, um, otherwise, I mean,
0: honestly, you could probably just stick Alex Kidd in there and it'd be fine. Yeah, like Ristar is a interdimensional, uh, interplanetary traveling ca- character anyway. Yeah, you know, that's he'd he'd arrive on Sonic's Earth and it wouldn't be any particularly different.
1: Nope. Uh, I mean, uh, I guess that's really about it. If we're talking Sega franchises, otherwise, I—I mean, otherwise, I think Star Fox would probably fit
0: to a degree. the The Star Fox anthros are more people like in their attire and their society. Yes, I think it would be kind of glaring that they're all wearing pants and Sonic doesn't.
1: I suppose, but they would still mostly fit. Like, I don't think it would be a big issue. Yeah. I don't think it would be a huge issue. You can make you could have a little fun little gag about pants in there and just do
0: that and then move on. That's really all you need. <laughs> and I mean, the Mario world is so wild and fantastical that anything fits there honestly.
1: Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. The fact that the Olympic the Olympic games happen in between their worlds is kind of silly. <laughs> just kind of silly. I think we've covered most of the basics. So you could probably kind of stuff any Sonic or anything into Sonic's world and it would kind of work, especially Sega properties.
0: I can almost see Echo the Dolphin working. Mm hmm. Because there are regular marine life critters in Sonic's world. And, you know, Echo takes place in some time period that's far enough ahead or after that it (laughs) could. conceivably still happen and echo just travels back or forward to sonic's time yeah i don't know maybe maybe. yeah
1: bring back the 40 fathoms freedom fighters here we go <laughs>
0: uh, maybe
1: not let's move on <laughs> <laughs> so the skill tree being based in cyberspace implies that sonic will not have instant access to those move again moves again outside of the starfall islands However, there are some moves on that tree that seem to make just as much sense for him to use naturally based on other moves from outside of Frontiers. For example, in Lost World 3DS, he's able to kick non-damaging shockwaves when when in midair, like a level zero version of Sonic Boom. The attack, not the show. Are there any skills in Frontiers you think Sonic could pull off under normal circumstances, either intuitively or by practicing? And are there any you believe he definitely couldn't?
0: Ugh. A lot of the more physical breakdancing moves when he gets in there and, you know, multi strikes or spinny spins. I don't know all the names off the top of my head. Those I could see potentially returning and being part of his repertoire. Um, some incarnation of the Psy loop, maybe if not so much, you know, create an actual band of energy, but if that's more of a visual guideline and it's just, you know, maybe you go into bullet time and you're just showing how fast Sonic is looping around something and then, just the vacuum he creates with his speed causes the siloop effects. I could see that being a hand wavy enough explanation for why he could still do that. Any of the beam projection powers though. No, that, that's off the table. Yeah, I was going to
1: say totally anything with thing
0: projectiles
1: thing. is probably not going to happen unless maybe they exist when he's super. But even then, like it seems like super was especially amped up because of
0: the, uh, cyberspace powers. So yeah, I mean, you could work around it. He gets new tech. He gets a chaos emerald. He finds some new MacGuffin. There's ways to give him back said powers, but I think just naturally, he's not really an energy flinger.
1: (laughs) Nah, nah. We're going to totally Metroid in the next game. (laughs) (laughs) You can jump. That's all you can do. It's pretty well trodden ground that Sonic has no intention of killing Eggman or any other villains that aren't godlike abominations. However, if someone else were to try and do so while Sonic was in the vicinity with no extenuating circumstances where he needs Eggman's help to save the world or some such, would he go out of his way to protect Eggman or at that point would he let him get what's coming to him? For reference of a similar situation, Cream stopping Whisper from sniping Eggman in issue 25 when he was
0: necessary to undo the metal virus. If Eggman were in peril and Sonic could conceivably save him, he would do it. (sighs) Sonic. Sonic, Sonic, Sonic.
1: He can really move. (laughs) You're too good. You're too good. Stop being so good. In Tangle and Whisper, we learn that the original Diamond Cutters getting offed by Shadow androids made it difficult for Whisper to be around the real Shadow without being reminded of what happened. Given just how identical the two are in-universe, does she feel similarly whenever she's around Sonic? No, because she's observant enough to not fall for that. <laughs> she saw the events of SA2 happening. And she's like, that, that's clearly not Sonic. <laughs> like, obviously.
0: Guys, should we intervene? They're clearly got the wrong guy. <laughs> well, already, already got a contract? Okay. <laughs> Gee, I hope that guy's okay. Oi. <laughs> <sighs> Oi. Let's get
1: way too serious about fictional biology for a second and say that there are no more echidnas and Knuckles is truly the last of his kind. Could he still produce little echidnas with a female member of another species? Cough cough. who's the back. Cough cough. As far as Archie was concerned, it seemed fifty-fifty when members of different species have kids as to which parent they'll take after, like with Sonic and Sally's kids. But Knuckles' future wife in that timeline was also an echidna. I don't see modern Sonic ever tackling this topic, but can it be assumed the same rule still applies?
0: Never assume. Don't assume anything Um, at this point. It would really depend on whether or not the Mobians, Nermies, whatever they are, if they're treated as truly different species entirely, or if they're all kind of collectively the same anthro, they just have very different physiologies. that. The species that we would normally attribute to them are more of a racial identity, and I don't know if that would make things simpler or messier, but if we're assuming that species is a hard-defined species, then no, Knuckles is extinct, effectively. Uh, There is nothing that he could hybridize with that I'm aware of. I don't think even though he's a monotreme, I don't think you could get some kind of platypus echidna hybrid or (laughs) Are there any other monotremes left? Of course, you had to go that way. So. Go that direction. <laughs> Somebody other than Starline, you mook. There are other platypi. Where are they? Of course, they? there are somewhere out there in the world. Vector's mm. not the last of his kind. Espio isn't the only chameleon. There's, there's others out there. Uh huh. Show me where. <laughs> <sighs> We don't need to do them <laughs> all. We don't need to show it all. It's just inferred. hi If we go with the idea that the Nermies are one collective species and that the outward appearances are purely racial traits, then maybe it would just beg the question of what is the child result as? Do they take after one particular parent? Or do they start off kind of like just a chow-like grub that eventually goes one way or the other. I don't know. Well, all I know is
1: hashtag Starkles sweep. <laughs> so now that the Sega overlords have a recanonized labyrinth behind your back, can we please get a real answer as to why Sonic no longer has a house? He also pretty clearly had one in Sonic screensaver artworks, which are shown off in Sonic origins It's unclear whether that was Sonic's house he was sleeping in during Secret Rings, so it seems to be mainly a classic
0: Sonic thing. Did something happen to it before the modern era? Maybe he just found some shack, and he's like, hey, I'll stay here. (laughs) It's not even his house, just somebody went away. Didn't think of making an Airbnb, and he just crashed there.
1: (laughs) Forgot to lock the door. Uh, Great. (laughs) Sonic's (laughs) been here again. Smells of sweat and chili dogs.
0: Ugh. Maybe Sonic does have a house that he like goes to once every three years. And when he finally comes back, he's like, "Ooh, really didn't think about cleaning this place up. You know what? I'm good for another few miles. I wonder if Tails has got a couch up empty for me. <laughs> Amy finally shows up to take care of it because Sonic won't. Nope. Just going to set fire to it. There is no salvaging this. That's what happened to it.
1: That's why it's gone. Amy set fire to it. <laughs> so it goes back and it's just a pile of ash. And he's like, have swore there
0: was a house here. Oh so,
1: it's like, well, uh, all right. I wasn't using it anyway. <laughs> uh, there you go. There's your headcan. <laughs> oh, oi, oi. I don't know. Mario's had multiple houses and a castle. Whatever. don't worry about it (laughs) Uh, sonic is sonic's home is wherever sonic is it's fine speaking of labyrinth are there other lengths to which dr eggman might typically go just to mess with sonic without necessarily causing him direct harm putting laxatives in his chili drawing eggs on his face while he sleeps how petty can you see the mad doctor getting with his arching if we're talking classic eggman
0: yeah, I can see that. I
1: was going to say like which oh, incarnation of Eggman. Her.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Like adventures of, yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> I I can see classic Eggman being content with just getting the last laugh mm-hmm. and pranking classic Sonic. By the modern era, they've they're too devoted to their causes. Eggman is not as tired of messing around. He is going for the win each and every time and Sonic has to bring his A game to stop him. Yeah, but Boomagman.
1: I don't know. Boom Magman oh, strikes Boo me Mag- as he is he's like a more like a fan of Sonic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know if he would actually like prank Sonic that way. <laughs> he Here's might. the scenario. Okay. All right. Here we go. You have a you Another have a sheer cliff
0: with the fake tunnel wall painted onto it. Yeah and Sonic makes the mistake of running face-first into this wall. Classic Eggman did the painting and laughs uproariously at it. Modern Eggman never had a hand in it, but he still finds it absolutely hilarious. (laughs) Boom, Eggman painted it, but he feels really bad about it and visits Sonic in the hospital later. (laughs) Yes. (laughs)
1: Uh...
0: Really, I'm terribly sorry. I didn't think you'd actually fall for it. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> there is that one moment i guess at idw where man says that he ruined sonic's party <laughs> and that was good yes. enough for him that he's day. not about being
0: petty. <laughs> he will he will find some victory out of every defeat he will be petty to be sure but he's <laughs> not there just to ruin a party
1: yes Yes. Just in the just in the same way that uh Starline would find victory in everything. And the same way Surge finds victory in everything. <laughs> uh uh The apple does not fall far from any of these trees. <laughs> With the revelation that the Chaos Emeralds were brought to Sonic's world from outer space, do you think the characters who were in Sonic Frontiers will share this information with anyone else, considering how relevant they tend to be to most major world events? Their origin seems like the sort of thing Professor Pickle should be giving lectures about.
0: Yeah, but at the same time, how practical is that knowledge? You know, when would it come up in casual conversation? How, was, how would that change the scenario they're in? in whatever next modern game comes around and Eggman has the chaos emeralds. And it's like, look, it's the chaos emeralds. Did you know they actually came from space with aliens? But what does that do for the scene? You know, I can see them having it in casual conversation of, you know, what did you do today? Miss Amy, you've been gone for a while. Well, cream, we went on quite the adventure and it is kind of there, but it doesn't really matter in the long run. Shadow isn't going to care where they come from. It's just a tool for chaos control. Mm-hmm. Rouge doesn't care where they came from. They're sparkly. She likes the shiny. Knuckles doesn't care. It's his job. Get off his island. You know, it's it's not really pertinent, necessarily.
1: I figure Shadow was surprised that no one else knew. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be like, yeah, I mean, Stix was right this whole time.
0: <laughs> Seriously, you had to be told. You missed the entire thing with the black arms. Aliens that can control chaos energy. It has to be spelled out. God, you're simple. (laughs) No wonder I'm the ultimate life form. (laughs) Didn't realize the bar was set that low. (laughs) Oi. God, we need sassy, snarky shadow.
1: I miss him so much. I'd miss him so much. The shadow we have now is merely a paltry shadow of what he once was. Mm. Uh, boy. And we got one more question. Is the consistency of a chow similar to that of a Dragon Quest slime?
0: <laughs> I think the only way we can test that is by taking a dessert spoon to a chow head, and I will fight you. You do not do that to the water babies.
1: Uh, Dragon Quest slimes are way more, like, goopy and bouncy and, like, more, like, they just move around more <laughs> so I don't think so. Like, Chow don't really strike me as being like jello shaking. Chow do kinda do that, but not in the same way Dragon Quest slimes do. DQ slimes are very, uh <laughs> very much the consistency of jello. Ah right. <laughs> I think that's
0: enough. <laughs> Thank you to Chaos Blood Ninja for sponsoring this Bubblecast Mini. If you want one of your own, head over to patreon.com bubblecast, ko bubblecast, or become a YouTube member. Be good to yourselves, be good to each other, and we will see you next time on the Bubblecast.
1: Take care.